The Gucci Girl, Prada Professional, Coach Queen, or Target Trendsetter. No matter how you describe her, she's the most powerful consumer in the country. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Ritan, president at Lola Red, as she chats with those in the know so that your business can grow. Now, please welcome our host of Purse Strings, Maria Ritan. Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retam. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week, you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country, the 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman. Well, first up, a little study from Deloitte. You know, they're always um, out there doing something. They're the first firm to measure and report on the influence of mobile on the overall purchase process. And I happen to capture this capture this study uh, reading M-Commerce Daily, a little article by Chuck Martin. Thank you, Chuck, for that. And he was really looking at in-store holiday shopping and the influence of mobile. And according to the Deloitte study, um, in-store and, ho- and online holiday sales are going to increase 5% from last year, um, reaching $986 billion. That's right, billion with a B, which so, you know, we are entering into that all-important retail um, holiday phase, critical for retailers. Apparently, it's going to be a good one, at least online and in-store. Um, apparently, smartphones, tablets, and PC will influence half of all brick-and-mortar sales. So we talk a lot about going online, doing that research in advance, all the work that happens before you ever walk in. Well, all of that is influencing 50% of those sales door. Um, sales in-store, not in a store, so that means online, are projected to increase 14%, uh, and that would be digital and mail order. Uh, physical sales Sales and a combination of digital are amazingly strong. Apparently, 84% of shoppers are using digital tools before and during their trip to store. And that's the other thing. Intersecting with those shoppers while in store is driving a lot of that purchase behavior. So uh, geofences along the way at store and mall um, with targeted messages, ads, and offers very, very critical to converting them to sales. So something that we'll be keeping a watch eye on over the next several months as we see holiday sales start to heat up. Our purse profile today is the reasonable luxury mom. This is a woman 35 to 45, married with kids under 12 in the home. Average household income of around 75K. Still full-time homemaker, over a million of these women. Um, really struggling with their ability and their desire to have luxury items in their role of being a mom. Um, you know, they try not to, to really lavish spending on themselves, but when they do, they feel a little bit guilty about it, a little bit selfish about it. And so they're always kind of struggling with that balance. They do love luxury and they will pay more for quality goods. Um, they'll travel an hour or more to a factory outlet store and they will shop top designers. Um, they are schlepping their kids all over the place, and therefore their kids are with them, and they're with them when they're uh, shopping. So that means that their kids have a significant impact on the brands that they buy. Um, they're all the ones converting mom to sale because she is purchasing things for her kids that she didn't have. Um, she does shop around for expensive items, and she's always looking out for special offers. And she does love her brands. She's always shopping for her brands very first. So what brands does she love? Well, Clinique and MAC, Victoria's Secret, Chanel are all big with her. Um, she likes shopping at Gap, Victoria's Secret, 
Old Navy, Banana, Eddie Bauer, just a few. Um, she was driving a Volvo, a Honda, an Audi, or a Mercedes. And when you um, find her, you can influence her with these media. Disney.com, Tom. She's watching HGTV, Nickelodeon, Disney, um, just to name a few. And she's reading a lot of those parenting magazines, including some cooking magazines as well, like Cooking Light, The Good Old Standby of Good Housekeeping, Vogue, Real Simple, Shape, and L as well. Well, my guest today knows a lot about women. In fact, her entire business concept was founded on women and those who influence her. I'm talking about She Speaks, which is the world's largest online uh, community for women, with a million influencers strong. Elisa Freud is the founder and CEO of She Speaks. She's a recognized expert in the women's market as well as word of mouth marketing. She's found a lot speaking at industry conferences, forums, and always a source for media. I'm excited to have her back on the show. We're going to be talking about a recent study that She Speaks fielded looking at multi-generational women in across four very specific categories. So stick around. More from Purse Strings in just a moment. Purse Strings will be right back after a word from our advertisers. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. Before you painstakingly create another label or drag yourself to the post office, set a course to ShipStation, your key to e-commerce shipping nirvana. Save time by easily importing orders from wherever you sell, like Amazon, eBay, and over 40 others. Save money with discounted USPS rates and a free USPS account. Automate manual tasks through bulk label and invoice printing, custom shipping rules, and much more. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network through iHeartRadio iTunes, Stitcher, and the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks. Her Strings is back with the inside track on today's women. Once again, here's Maria Retan. Welcome back to Purse Strings. My guest today is Elisa Freud. If you're a frequent listener of Purse Strings, you'll remember that name. That's right. She's the founder and CEO of She Speaks, and she is a recognized expert in the women's market as well as word-of-mouth marketing, and she speaks ton, as I can well tell you, at industry conferences, forums, and of course with the media. She holds an MBA from Columbia Business School, and before founding She Speaks, she was an executive at the American Express Company's Global Advertising and Brand Management Group, leading global brand enhancement initiatives. I'm so thrilled to have Elisa back on the 
program. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me again. Well, I am so excited every time you're on. You always bring so much value to listeners. But in case someone is listening today and has not had the chance to hear you before, tell us a little bit about She Speaks and kind of what all the great work you do there on behalf of brands. Sure. So we, um, She Speaks has been around since 2007 and we are the largest um, online influencer network for women. Um, we have a quarter of a million influencers who are part of our community and um, we uh, mobilize that group of influencers for uh, brands that we work with. And um, those brands are, you know, everybody from um, Procter & Gamble uh, brand, Real, uh, American Express, and, and others. So we kind of cut across industries. And typically what we're doing is um, building um, great content through our influencers and then amplifying that content to make sure that lots of people um, get to see it. So everything from videos and blog posts, uh, tweets, uh, Instagrams, all of that good stuff. And, um, you know, basically it's all about storytelling um, from a user's perspective. So it's a lot of fun and, um, you know, we get to work with some an incredible group of uh, influencer creators. So uh, that's what we do. Yeah, and you do it very, very well. And I know one of the things that always catches my eye is the research that you field. You regularly are going out to those million-strong influencers and, and coming back with a lot of great insight. I know you recently fielded some research with women of all ages and stages in an effort mm-hmm. to really kind of drill down to the similarities and disparities between the three main generations of women. Um, just curious why you decided to tackle that particular topic. Um, well, it's a great question. Um, you know, we had seen so much research about millennials recently and, um, you know, everyone seems to be focusing on millennials. They're a large and important generation. And, you know, just by way of quick definition in case, um, this is useful, the way we think about the generations is you've got the millennials. Um, they are people who also known as Gen Y, by the way, who were born between, um, 1981 and 1994. And then you've got Gen X, um, which are people who were born between 1965 and 1980. And then finally, the baby boomers. And those were people who were born between 1946 and 1964. And, you know, what all, what's intrigued us about looking at the different generations was not as much to see um, that there are differences, because I think everyone understands that there are differences between the generations. But what we were really interested to understand is where there were some similarities, because, um, you know, having been a, a brand marketer before, worked at, I, as you mentioned earlier, I worked at American Express for um, a lot of years. And, uh, you know, I was always looking to be efficient across different target groups and, um, you know, uh, different target groups of consumers. So what I was really interested in doing with this study was understanding not so much, um, yes, you know, that there are differences because of course, there are differences between the generations, and we wanted to understand what they were, but also where there were similarities so that we could provide that information to uh, to people so that they could look for similarities and, and efficiencies in their um, in their marketing and in their advertising. So that was um, that was our goal. Um, and and really what sort of piqued our interest here was um, you know, not so much highlighting 
all of the differences, but really looking for commonalities. So um, that was, you know, that was kind of our objective and what we set out to look for. Well, and, and, you, and you certainly found some. I know you were looking at four areas specifically, communication preferences, social media use, purchasing habits, and tech use. And you talked about drilling into those commonalities. Talk a little bit about what you found that these generations of women had in common when it comes to those four areas. Yeah. So, um, of course, you know, there are differences. And I would say of the four areas that we looked at, you know, communication, shopping, um, slash purchasing, um, technology being the third, and then social media habits being the fourth, we saw commonality. We saw the most commonality um, between in, in, in generations as it relates to shopping, um, purchasing habits, as well as, um, as, as surprisingly social media habits too. So, you know, there was um, across the generations, there is heavy use amongst women, social media. Now you'll see different is like, for example, um, a platform like um, Instagram is definitely more um, uh, of a a platform that is used by Gen Y versus um, some of the other generations. So for example, um, Instagram, you know, they're about 57% of the Gen Y millennials said that they were active users of Instagram um, versus 14% for the boomers. Um, So that that is definitely statistically different. However, um, there was broad um, adoption of social media amongst all three generations. Um, for example, Facebook, um, there really is so little difference in terms of adoption rate. Um, you know, Gen Y is at 93%, but boomers are actually closing in at 89%. So really not statistically um, that different from one another. So we, we definitely see that there is heavy social media usage across the generations. Um, There are definitely platforms where you have, um, you know, something like an Instagram where there are some, you know, there's higher usage among certain generations. However, um, the adoption rate um, is is actually um, stronger than we thought it was. The content that they may be consuming, so I'll give you YouTube as an example. YouTube, we have um, about 60% of generations and why who are very active on YouTube. And by active, this was using, you know, checking in and using um, multiple times a week. Um, and um, 50% of Gen X. And then, um, clo- you know, clo- a, close, a close third was boomers at close to 40%. But the content that they may be consuming is different. For example, boomers might be looking at more how-to content, and, mm-hmm. and, and understanding, you know, using the con, using content on, on YouTube to, as more, you know, a little bit more practically, while Gen Wires are looking at YouTube content a little bit more for pure entertainment purposes. So that's, that's, um, some of the, just some of the, the similarities as well as even within those, the differences on the, on the, uh, social media front, on the shopping front, which is actually even more similar amongst the generations, we saw that, um, 
um, you know, the, the, all of the generations um, say that they do research online before they go and they purchase products, um, which, um, you know, which is, uh, you know, really consistent across all generations. And um, there is um, consistency too in what um, has convinced them to purchase products. So, um, you know, seeing, um, seeing coupons, um, see, reading a review on a blog, um, looking at a brand website, um, these are all things consistently across all three generations that convince and influence purchase decisions um, for, um, for, these, uh, for the generations. So some very, uh, very interesting similarities there in terms of shopping and purchase behavior. Um, where we saw the most difference, um, as you might imagine, was in things like technology uses, usage. Mm-hmm. And there was definitely a much higher usage amongst millennials, um, and, and they're much more comfortable using mobile technology, um, downloading music, downloading ebooks, um, and, and anything that related to technology uses, usage and their comfort level with engaging with these technologies was, um, you know, was significantly higher amongst the, uh, the, the, the Gen Y millennials. Yeah, so clearly some things that were the same, a lot of things that were different, a lot in the usage of those things. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to drill down a little bit more into the purchase behavior. So stick around. More from Elisa Freud when we return in just a moment. Purse Strings will be right back after a word from our advertisers. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. BubbleFast burst onto the e-commerce scene as a family-owned shipping supply provider back in 1999. The product line has grown, but Mark and Robin still own and operate BubbleFast as a family business. Being sellers themselves has taught them what online sellers need to safely and affordably deliver their products to their customers. BubbleFast is proud to be an active member of the community of online sellers. Mark and Robin sponsor seller meetup groups, share shipping tips and tricks through social media, and always love talking to customers and helping solve shipping challenges. Check out the website at BubbleFast.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. 
Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is authoritylabs.com. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Women. Once again, here's Maria Ritan. Welcome back. I've been chatting today with Eliza Freud. She's the founder and CEO of She Speaks, the largest online network for women, a million strong influencer group, doing great work for big brands, medium brands, small brands, pretty much any brand you want to be able to align with She Speaks. They can do great work for you in the space of influencers. And we were talking about a recent piece of research that She Speaks fielded, uh, looking at multi-generations of women in kind of in four areas. Is communication preferences, social media use, purchasing habits, and tech use, and kind of what brought them together as far as commonalities and some of the biggest disparities across those four buckets, if you will. And we were talking before the break about social media use, tech use, purchasing habits. And, you know, we're entering into a very critical time for a lot of retailers. Um, you know, it is that that time, Q4 holiday, when it's going to make it or break it season for people. And um, I know your research looked a lot at, uh, you know, the research process. A lot of women were doing research before ever entering the store. We know that's been on the uptick. But talk a little bit about how many of those purchases are made online versus, say, offline. Yeah, and, and across the generations, that is um, that is different. And what we looked at was also ease or comfort level with making purchases on your phone versus making it on a desktop or someplace else. So, you know, looking at like, drilling into those purchase um, habits for for a minute, um, you know, one of the one of the things we found was that, in, again, in, in looking at some of those similarities, is that women were, you know, sixty three percent of the women were generally no no, and this is on average across the generations, they know which products they are going to purchase when they visit a store. Although they may not be certain about the brand they're going to buy when they walk in, they have a pretty good um, they have a pretty good set of ideas about what they're actually going to purchase when they walk in. In addition, um, another similarity and even stronger, um, 70, 74% of, uh, of the respondents across the generations said that price really trumps convenience across all generations. So it didn't matter, um, you know, millennials um, really weren't uh, say, saying uh, that they, you know, that it was more important for it to be convenient versus um, B- B- versus cost they were they were all pretty much Millennials uh, Gen Xers and Gen Ys were all kind of saying that the 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 most important thing to them was the cost and the price versus convenience Um and then specifically looking at a little bit more on the smartphone or thinking about using their phones for purchase, we actually found that um, 72% of millennials um, will make purchases on their phone. This is versus um, 65% of Gen Xers and 38% of boomers. So definitely some differences there in terms of, as we were talking earlier, the technology adoption and comfort with using technology to make purchase. But all of 
the generations are more likely to make purchases on their desktop or la- laptop, you know, most frequently, um, like this, we had 74% for millennials, 76% for Gen X, and 81% for boomers, um, and when compared with the frequency of purchases on mobile phones and iPads. So so they're all across all three generations, you still have all three generations that are more likely to make purchases on their desktop or their laptop um, versus their mobile phone or their iPad. So definitely more comfort with, um, with amongst millennials slash Gen Ys with um, mobile phone purchases, but um, still all three generations are much more likely to do uh, purchasing on, on their desktop or on their laptop. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I think that answers the, the answer the questions regarding mm-hmm. uh, purchase. Oh, no, absolutely. And, you know, the one thing that we always look for is what's the biggest influence when it comes to what she's going to purchase. And, no, that can fluctuate. But I'm wondering what you found in your survey. In terms of what um, women um, were, you know, were, were citing um, in terms of, uh, of what was influencing, a pro- you know, influencing the purchase of a, uh, of a product, for, um, for women of all ages, um, we found that 66% of them said that the retailer's website um, or like an Amazon.com or Walmart.com was really the primary influence in purchasing a product. So interestingly, that was consistent across the generation. However, uh, millennial and Gen X women are were more likely than boomers um, to have been influenced by a coupon that they may have seen on a social network or on a blog review or or something on Pinterest, as an example, when they were making a purchase decision. All very important for retailers to understand as they try to connect with women this holiday season. You know, what's going to get them either online top or laptop, not their mobile, as we now know more frequently, or get them actually to go in stores. So that's that's critical learning. So research comes in very handy, Aliza, this time of year. So thank you for taking the time to share it. Before we wrap up, though, I want you to, to say a few words about what She Speaks is up to these days. You're always up to something really interesting. Do you have anything else to share? Uh, sure. We um, we uh, we definitely are looking for new ways to kind of tell, um, you know, engage with our our influencers and and um, create content and you know, sort of tell a brand story or have our you know use our influencers to do that. One of the things that we're spending a lot more time and energy on these days is telling the brand story video- via video. Um, which is a really great, um, fun format. So, um, and interestingly, um, you know, we've actually started doing lots more work, not only in the women's space with influencers, but, but also in the male space. We, we recently um, worked on a um, influencer video with some great YouTube um, personalities um, and they, they're called Dude Perfect. They do amazing, these really <laughs> cool tricks shots. Um, and that video for Gillette, one of our clients, is um, a video that's gone viral. Um, it was filmed uh, with uh, with Dude Perfect at Gillette Stadium where they're doing some awesome trick shots. And um, we've got some Gillette product integration um, throughout the video and it's already racked over 5 million um, views. So, you know, really fun to see, uh, uh, you know, how, how consumers are kind of taking... Um, 
content and taking um, taking the formats to the next level. So we we just try to be there to um, to sort of catch some of that lightning. But it's really um, about you know kind of looking and seeing where consumers are and 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 how they like to um, to consume content. And video is just one of those formats that lends itself so well to telling a brand story. So we really love um, getting the opportunity to work on those and and not just female focused brands, but also some male focused brands. Yeah, it's so funny that you mentioned Dude Perfect because I think I caught that Gillette uh, oh. video, actually. <laughs> no, <laughs> so I love that you brought that, that up. I caught it. Absolutely. <laughs> I love that you guys are the ones behind that. That certainly did go viral. And they are are an amazing group of guys yeah. for so yeah, yeah. I love that well and and that is the the power of video is the pass along um, if you've got the right video and to some degree it is lightning in a bottle but when you've got it it sure does work and works very very hard for brands so um, yeah that's a good reminder for us all you got to have a really darn good compelling video but when you've got it it works yeah. um, well, I do want to invite everybody to go on to SheSpeaks.com, check out more around She Speaks and learn how She Speaks can help your brand go viral. Aliza, thank you so much for taking time to be on the show again. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. You bet. And thanks to my producer, George, and join me next week at 3 o'clock Eastern time for another edition of Purse Strings. Until then, make it a great one. Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending. The woman. Well, first up, a little study from Deloitte. You know, they're always um, out there doing something. They're the first firm to measure and report on the influence of mobile on the overall purchase process. And I happened to capture this capture this study uh, reading e-commerce daily a little article by Chuck Martin thank you Chuck for that and he was really looking at in-store holiday shopping and the influence of mobile and according to the Deloitte study um, in-store and, ho- and online holiday sales are going to increase five percent from last year um, reaching 986 billion that's right billion with a B which so you know we are entering into that all-important retail Um, holiday phase, critical for retailers. Apparently, it's going to be a good one, at least online and in-store. Apparently, smartphones, tablets, and PC will influence half of all brick-and-mortar sales. So we talk a lot about going online, doing that research in advance, all the work that happens before you ever walk in. Well, all of that is influencing 50% of those sales door. Um, Sales in-store not in a store, so that means online, are projected to increase 14%, uh, and that would be digital and mail order. Uh, Physical sales and a combination of digital are amazingly strong. Apparently, 84% of shoppers are using digital tools before and during their trip to store, and that's the other thing. Intersecting with those shoppers while in store is driving a lot of that purchase behavior. So, uh, geofences along the way at store and mall um, with targeted messages, ads, and offers. Very, very critical to converting them to sales. So something that we'll be keeping a watch eye on over the next several months as we see holiday sales start to heat up. Our purse profile today is the reasonable luxury mom. This is a woman 35 to 45, married with kids under 12 in the home. 
average household income of around 75k still full-time homemaker over a million of these women um, really struggling with their ability and their desire to have luxury items and their role of being a mom. Um, you know, they try not to, to really lavish spending on themselves, but when they do, they feel a little bit guilty about it, a little bit selfish about it. And so they're always kind of struggling with that balance. They do love luxury and they will pay more for quality goods. Um, they'll travel an hour or more to a factory outlet store and they will shop top designers. Um, they are schlepping their kids all over the place, and therefore their kids are with them, and they're with them when they're uh, shopping. So that means that their kids have a significant impact on the brands that they buy. Um, they're often the ones converting mom to sale because she is purchasing things for her kids that she didn't have. Um, she does shop around for expensive items, and she's always looking out for special offers. And she does love her brands. She's always shopping for her brands very first. So what brands does she love? Well, Clinique and MAC, Victoria's Secret, Chanel are all big with her. Um, she likes shopping at Gap, Victoria's Secret, Old Navy, Banana, Bauer, just a few. Um, she's driving a Volvo, a Honda, an Audi, or a Mercedes. And when you um, find her, you can influence her with these media at Disney.com. She's watching HGTV, Nickelodeon, Disney, um, just to name a few. And she's reading a lot of those parenting magazines, including some cooking magazines as well, like Cooking Light, the good old standby of Good Housekeeping, Vogue, Real Simple, Shape, and L as well. Well, my guest today knows a lot about women. In fact, her entire business concept was founded on women and those who influence her. I'm talking about She Speaks, which is the world's largest online uh, community for women with a million influencers strong. Elisa Freud is the founder and CEO of She Speaks. She's a recognized expert in the women's market as well as word-of-mouth marketing. She's found a lot speaking at industry conferences, forums, and always a source for media. I'm excited to have her back on the show. We're going to be talking about a recent study that She Speaks fielded looking at multi-generational women in across four very specific categories. So stick around. More from Purse Strings in just a moment. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.